Hey, what's up, everybody? Kenny here, aka Weezy Baby, episode eight of the Friends of Flavor podcast, and I have Mandy's spouse here, Rachel. <laughs> well, I said your name. Introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, everybody! You like how I waved? Um, yeah, they can see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name is Rachel. As he said, I'm uh, Mandy's wife. Uh, we've been together for a hot minute. A hot minute. Probably through her. Yeah, definitely through Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> so a little behind the scenes. Uh, I brought high lives for Rachel to, to partake in with me because um, we always drink during these podcasts. I don't think I've not drank through one episode, but uh, <laughs> the one I did with Clay, he, he doesn't drink anymore. So he, he just drank, uh, um, damn, what they're called. The really bad carbonated waters. Like tonic? La Cruz. They're terrible. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you three, uh, three of the main questions that I ask everybody, and then we'll jump into a topic and then the fun topic. Uh, so the first question that I ask everybody is, what did you want to be growing up? Hmm. Yeah, so I actually, when I was younger, I don't think I ever really thought about the future, really. Hmm. Um there was it's very um, free spirited of you. Yeah, yeah. I do remember when I was really little, I was obsessed with weather and especially bad weather like hurricanes, tornadoes. Um and I would go storm chasing with my dad. So I wanted to do that for a while until I got a little bit crazy. older and I was like, Wow, that is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe my dad took me to this. Yeah. <laughs> um and then I became obsessed with stars, so then I wanted to be like in astrology. Um, but not like, what's your sign? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have a good future. Not like that. Like, <laughs> the actual stars. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then really, I think probably the um, storm chaser is what I wanted to do for a long time. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and also very dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I guess it's like thrill seeking, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that aspect of it is, uh, which right now you sell insurance, right? Yeah. So it's complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, so of, now I see like the that. the uh, worst side of the storm. <laughs> hey, I mean, I guess you're in a way you're kind of still storm chasing. So you're, like, you're dealing with people and their uh, damage the from aftermath, certain storms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never even thought about that. I guess yeah. that's kind of relate. <laughs> okay, so um, if everyone's listened to Mandy's episode, her she said that. Y'all's uh, favorite thing to do is drink, of course. And yeah. <laughs> being around you guys, I know that you guys drink a lot. So, what is your go-to drink? A bourbon. Bourbon. And just about any kind, really. Um, okay. What about just like beer? Like, what's your go-to beer? Ooh. Um. 
lately McUltra just because it's uh, it doesn't fill me up. Yeah, but it's not like the tastiest. It's just the easiest to get anywhere because it's like water. Yeah, so like, yeah. But, I can. I know I can drink it all day without getting that full feeling. Um, speaking of, so the, so the last time I saw you, you were uh, drinking a lot through a coffee creamer cup. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was so committed to that cup. No, it was amazing. I was like, okay, she, she's really doing this. Yeah, we did a um, anything but a cup party, which I've never been to. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, but you were able to fit two beers in that. Um, the only thing that I hate about Nick Ultra is, so it's like a light beer. So in a way, it's like, for lack of a better word, trash beer, right? So it's mm-hmm. not like the most like upscale type beer but it's still just as costly as an upscale beer because it's trendy i guess mm-hmm. so it sucks like that yeah and then it's because it is so light it takes three of those yeah to get the one of a different kind of beer right so what's your favorite like bourbon i guess buffalo trace yes okay yeah anything from buffalo trace um buffalo trace the actual buffalo trace um is my all-time favorite and then that distillery produces like blatant's um eagle rare and all of those are like my favorites too does it have to deal with that you're from kentucky so it's kind of like a probably a big thing okay <laughs> probably um, i mean i had my eighth grade graduation at buffalo trace hold up what <laughs> yeah, yeah is that just like is that a kentucky thing or just like I don't know. Who does that? I don't know. I was, I was in a Catholic school. <laughs> that makes it even more bizarre. <laughs> You're in a Catholic weird. school. They're like, hey, we're going to do our graduation at an alcoholic or distillery. <laughs> yeah. What I, didn't know, what I didn't realize at the time is um, I guess the adults were able to drink at the eighth grade graduation party. But you, and of course I remember my mom driving home, but everyone else had to get a cab. <laughs> and I was like, why is everybody getting a cab? Yeah. And my mom's like, oh, they just don't feel very good. I think they ate something funny. And then, like, a few years later, I realized where we were. And I was like, Mom. Yeah, they were drunk. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, I wasn't, though. I promise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. So, um, David, one of my uh, best or good friends, he was in the was it third episode. So, him and Mandy are the ones that kind of hold close to me right now. Um, but he started drinking more bourbons since he got married because of his father-in-law and i think that's one of his go-to bourbons too is buffalo tree so i mean it's pretty good i've I've had it a couple times i don't i don't think i've just shot it or drank it straight up i've I've always mixed it with something so i'll have to try to just drink it on ice one Mm -hmm. day so um next question oh how did you meet mandy oh (laughs) That's a fun story. Okay. Um, I went to a Halloween party in 2010, and it was at my friend Bob's house. And by house, it was really just a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a huge party. and um, So 2010, you guys are what, like in college still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I had been there for like two years, and I think Mandy was actually on her way to the Air Force. or and y'all went Just got back from the, uh, basic training. Yeah, in Troy. Okay. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I see her somewhere. I immediately knew she was another lesbian. So I was like, 
I could use more lesbian friends. I actually thought she was really cute, too. So, well, so that's, here's a question. <laughs> what made you immediately know that? Um, I mean, everything about Mandy. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to But she was Mandy dressed as Cam Newton. Ouch. <laughs> Worst costume ever. That would, that would deter me away from her anyways. I thought it was a funny costume. She had... It was a makeshift jersey. It was like a just a navy blue shirt, and I think she used like orange duct tape for the sleeves. <laughs> Very creative. Yeah, and then like gray duct tape for the numbers. It okay. was. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. But so my thing then is that I never spent more than five dollars on a costume. So I had. I think Mandy told me about this. I had borrowed a shirt. Or no, I went to Helen, Georgia or somewhere and got like a German shirt. So it looked like I was wearing like a German little outfit. And then my best friend had a Jägermeister hat. That's German. So I wore yeah. it and I just went as a German lesbian. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. It was I, I've, I've I was seen, broke. I've seen older pictures of uh, Mandy too. And she, she was super lean back in the day. Yeah, so I was like, okay. Lean and buff and buff <laughs> well i guess she had to be if she was joining um the military mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's pretty in- interesting she did tell me about your five dollar and under costumes <laughs> yeah. so it's like okay yep and then I, I saw her and i was like man she's or no we needed um she needed a partner for beer pong oh ah, what better partner than you exactly <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing and she said I appreciate how good you are, and I had a lot of game back then, so mm. I said, I appreciate how cute you are. Oh, <laughs> oh. So And then everybody pulled me to the side, and you're like, that, you know that's a guy, right? And I was like, what? but I see, yeah. I see lady parts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's a guy. I was like, I'm telling you. It's not. She has a... She's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's dressed as Cam Newton, but still. Yeah. <laughs> she might be an Auburn fan, but damn. <laughs> All right. So when I came up with these questions, I, I call it the serious questions, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to change it to the, uh, the growth section because nice. I ask people these questions because I kind of want to grow uh, as a person and I hope that the people that I do ask grow as well. Mm-hmm. And so me not knowing you as well as I know some of the other people that I've had on, um, I kind of struggled uh, with trying to figure out what to ask you. So I kind of dove into your, your job field and uh, with me owning a restaurant too, we both have to kind of deal with customers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I had a, a couple of questions to ask you about um, dealing with customers so my first one was um how do you persuade someone to buy or like buy your i guess insurance or how mm-hmm. do you upsell anybody like yeah that's actually something i'm not very good at oh <laughs> i'm asking the wrong person then. yeah yeah um, i'm in sales uh-huh. i'm not good at it i'm mostly service but um i was i did okay when i was full-time sales um i really just had to make it, make them realize it's actually something that they need. Mm-hmm. That because I'm not the type of person if you don't need it, I don't care to not make that extra bucks. Cause, yeah. Um, so if someone has a house or something, and, and I tell them like you really need to have certain coverages, I just try to relate to them like this is why you need this is what would happen 
if you had a fire and it goes down mm-hmm. and don't think it's not going to happen to you Could've because been. every person that's had it happen to them said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's, that's not a pitch. It's just like, it's based reality. off, yeah, yeah. based off of facts. Like, yeah, it can happen to you even though you don't think it can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insurance is such a difficult thing because you, I mean, if you are claims free and you have insurance for years and years and years, it just feels like you're throwing money at insurance and it's hard to tell people like, no, it's worth it, you know, when your health yeah. burns down. Well, if your yeah, house never bulls, it, burns down, then you really are just, but it's peace of mind. Yeah. What? So, I know, like, our, our old house before we moved here, we got broken into twice. Ooh. And so, the first one, we we filed a claim, but the second one, we did not. Because Ross like, eh, I don't think I want to file this because it'll, you know, up our, our, up our coverage. Mm. So that part was kind of like well what the fuck like why am i paying for insurance because this has happened twice so why why can't i file the second one she's like well we don't want to pay monthly you know higher monthly because then it's gonna seem like it's a, a common occurrence yeah um i know with state farm with homeowners when you file a claim it may affect it it will be a minimum mm-hmm. increase or whatever the main thing is is they we have a claims-free discount, so if you don't have one, you have that discount, and then you lose that discount, and that's where the increase comes from. Um, I mean, but every company is totally different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. <laughs> so like, own a restaurant, and even when uh, one of my very first jobs, believe it or not, was uh, Carmike movie theater which is now Winsong mm-hmm. um, and so they would always like upsell 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 just ask them if they want a large popcorn and drink instead and, you know you, you'd have to find like you said a reason why they need it or whatever. like like hey if you get a large popcorn and drink you get free refills mm-hmm. knowing damn well by the end of the movie you're not going to finish that large ass popcorn yeah and I'm, I'm so yeah I'm such a logical person in my way of thinking like okay I upsell this popcorn they pay what an extra three dollars for yeah. it, but then they don't eat it. Yep. They throw it all over the thing. Yeah. Then you gotta pay someone to clean that up. You actually lost money on that one bucket. On Believe that it or not, um, I don't know. If, like, so when I worked there, we would make bags and bags of popcorn, and they would be like, "I was like, well, what do y'all do with this when y'all we throw it away?" I was like, "Well, shit, can we take some home?" They would not like let us take any of it home. They're like, "No, throw it away." I'm like, if you're going to throw it away, why not just let your your workers take it home as a treat, you know? Seriously. Yeah, as a reward for working something. a 12-plus hour shit for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, movie theaters sucked. Um, but it was, a, it was a good first job because uh, at the time, well, if we knew someone who was working the, uh, the ticket booth, we can get in for free. But other than that, it was like 50 cents for a movie ticket. And this was like back in the day when... When it was the Matrix. Cents. Yeah. But no, no, that's a long time ago. I'm not that old, goddamn. But they would like it was like yeah, it was pretty much like fifty cents a movie, and it was like when Matrix Two came out. That's that's when I remember because I quit that day when Matrix Two came out. Did like, you at least go see that movie? Oh yeah, we watched it the night before, me and my buddy, and they were like, "Fuck it, I quit the next day." Yeah. Um, so next, uh, how do you deal with uh, an angry customer, like? Ooh. Um, since everything I do now is over the phone mm-hmm. 99% of the time I just let them wear themselves out just let them talk let That's them talk smart. let them talk let them talk until 
because I mean sometimes they just won't stop and I'll be on there 15 20 minutes on the phone and then finally they'll take a break I'm like okay I hear you or here's the question do you actually hear them or do you just let them ramble I hear them. Okay. Unless, well, that's, they, that's unless they start repeating themselves. If they start repeating themselves, then I kind of just tone them out. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay. So then I tell them, everybody just wants to be heard. So I just tell mm-hmm. them, I hear you. And then I'll recap it back so they know I heard them. Yeah. And that 90% of the time calms them all the way down. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's smart, though. So to repeat it to let them know that, hey, I am listening. Mm-hmm. Yep. I need to do that. <laughs> And then I try to relate to them, like, because with insurance, we get people sometimes on their worst days. They just got in an accident while they were late for work, you know. They're already having any a other bad crazy day. Situa- yeah. yeah. So, we have to try to make it easy for them. And sometimes they just want to yell and scream and you just let, let them let it all out. And then you just be like, okay, well... This is why you have insurance. This is why we're here. And let's get the claim started. And I think it's interesting to, that you say that. It's like you have to try to relate to them and have, like, like to me, that's a big thing that I'm learning right now is empathy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to have that, one, with um, dealing with customers and stuff like that. And, two, just any kind of relationship that you're trying to build with somebody is, like, it's good. Like, empathy is a very good trait to have. Because if you can't relate or feel for someone else, then it's kind of like you're kind of uh, self-serving or yeah. like kind of, I don't want to say conceited, but it's like you're only worried about yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you you have empathy, you kind of try to learn to relate and feel what this other person is feeling. And it makes them feel, I guess, loved or know. Yeah. And even if it's an experience you haven't actually gone through before, like yeah. I've never had a house burned down right um relating it back to my work but i could imagine yeah how scary that would be exactly to lose everything where are you gonna go exactly you know and then you got to think about what you people are losing things that they've had since childhood things that sentimental things yeah that can't be replaced it's not like it's like furniture or something like that that's even though i can't relate to it i can just be like i can't imagine what you're going through right now. This is awful. Yeah. All right. So next question on that is, um, how many times has a customer actually been right, and how many times have you just like gave in? Because I know the the saying, especially like in the restaurant business that I deal with, is like the customer is always right. And sometimes I always I tell my coworkers or you know the people that I employ, I'm like. They're not always going to be right, but you have to you have to give in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when I was in retail, we had the same thing. Customers mm-hmm. always right. You know, they'll go and take a sales sticker off something else and put it on their item, and then you have to honor it. But with insurance, what's awesome is, I mean, state compliance. So we can't get around that right. unless we want to lose our job. It's, it's written, nobody's going to lose. It's our written job. on paper for yeah. the state. So your insurance, that's a legal contract yeah. that State Farm, that's between State Farm, well, my insurance company and the customer. Yeah. Nobody reads that though. Because no, everybody's just like, is oh, that, I have to have this legally or I have to have it. Is that in the fine print or is that something that's like no, stated up front? No, you get a front. booklet. I mean, it's a big booklet. It's, it's tiny, but 
and it's of course in legal jargon so it is extremely difficult to understand um but at the end of the day if a customer feels that they're right but it's not mm -hmm. legally i can't do anything for you you're not right all right so that makes it a little bit easier but also there's no leeway to kind of be like okay well i can do this but i can't do that yeah, because it's, it's, it's already be out, out, it's out of your hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you was like, there's nothing, there's for real, nothing I can do for you because it's against the law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I can lose my license. Yeah. So like one of, so when I, I tell um, my employees, like, I'll, I will always have their back um, no matter what. Um, and if they're wrong, we can discuss it later. But mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, customers, they're, like you said, you just have to hear them out and have some kind of empathy. And at the same time, though, I would never, I would never let one of my employees get shitted on or mistreated, especially, mm -hmm. especially in that field, you know, like the food industry, people always want to treat, um, you know, like servers and register people like really bad if they can't have their way or yep. and sometimes they just make shit up just to try to get something free and that's sadly something i've i've learned working in the food industry one of my uh the oldest stories that i've had that i tell roth is too like when i used to work for my aunt um at a um chinese restaurant i was a host and uh this i, I messed up on his order because i forgot to give him something so he had to come back and get it. It was like sesame chicken or some shit like that. And he's like, well, here's what's going to happen. He came back and got it. He's like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to give me my food, and I'm not going to pay for it because that's how we do it in America. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I was looking at my aunt. I was like are, you, like, are you hearing this right now? And my aunt's like, that's fine. Just take your money and don't come back. And that was it. And they're just like, and to me, that was like, uh, it goes back to like Asian folks, like the way we were raised, just like hold your head down and just keep going. And that's how, how we were raised to be, you know? Mm -hmm. so, and then American culture is like the opposite. Yeah, like, it's like make a deal out of it. Yeah. But and I, it, to me, like like for me to be, tell that story now to everyone I know, it's just kind of like it definitely had an effect on me yeah, in the yeah. service industry. If it like stays in your brain that long, it definitely yeah. had an effect. Um. That's the end of the growth section. Um, so when I first, when I was writing this last night, I was like, man, I feel like everyone that I talk to, I talk about sports. And I know you love sports. <laughs> don't get me wrong. And I, I could talk hours and hours about sports with you or anyone else. And I feel like I, I could just make another podcast where I have friends and talk about sports. And so the reason I didn't dive into sports this time was because Ross like, well, the last one y'all talked about sports, so I just kind of skipped through it. I was like, okay, well, let yeah. me try to get something you know people are more interested in, or mm -hmm. the common people, the common folk who don't watch <laughs> sports. Um, so I noticed, like here lately, you guys have been going on a lot of trips, oh, yeah. and um, which is something me and Roth want to do a lot too, is just travel more. So, uh, what what's been your favorite vacation so far? Like out of everywhere you've been. Ooh. Um, honestly, when I was 15, my soccer team in high school went to Scotland. Whoa. <laughs> really? I think that's one of my all-time favorite trips. We, we flew. Was this a school or just like a... Yeah, my high school team. Okay. 
Um, but we had to do fundraisers for two years. Two years. Two years to, to get it. So what'd y'all do, like fundraising-wise? Uh, oh, the typical stuff, selling cookies, shirts. Like bake sales and car bake washes sales, yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> I didn't do the car wash. Okay. They did have one, but I was like, no. <laughs> That's not, where I draw the line. I'm not scrubbing like, any cars or wheels. 14 years old, and I'm like, I'm not, this is weird. Yeah. Okay, I've seen some movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, I did that's, everything that's else. That's a crazy trip, though. It's like 15, and y'all mm-hmm. went to Scotland. Oh, How long yeah. did I stay over there? Um, 10 or 14 days. It was a long time. It was a long trip. Uh-huh. Um, but our my favorite part of the trip was actually on the way to Scotland. We stopped at um, in Iceland. Oh, that's not really ice. Not No, not yeah. at all. But you know how everybody says... The story is is that Iceland is actually green and, green and Greenland is actually ice, ice yeah. to throw away like throw off Vikings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, Iceland is green, but it's not grass; uh-huh. it's moss on top of rocks. Yeah, so that's not <laughs> cool either. But we got to swim in the Blue Lagoon. That's pretty sweet. So going back to that, you're like, yeah, the Vikings did that. So we, <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched the show Vikings, but like that's one of me and Ross' favorite shows, which is over now. But so they they found a new land and that's what happened. They're like, this land is you know um, awesome. So let's let's name it Iceland to deter people away from coming here because yep. we don't want to share it with other one. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so I mean, you went to Scotland. What y'all do over there? Just um, we actually played some soccer in Scotland. Yeah, and we found like little tournament tournaments. Uh-huh. Um, and that was I mean that was fun. We got our asses wait so how long it to us how long did you play soccer um since i mean since i was a little kid until high school okay yeah. so you stopped at high school yeah um i had a chance to go to college um at one of the, like a huge college mm. but i couldn't pass the physical because uh. apparently my neck is all messed up <laughs> from what just from when i was a girl and getting dove on and kicked in the head and all sorts of stuff so apparently my neck sits backwards or my head sits on my neck the opposite as it's supposed to or something but yeah i've, I've never been um across or outside of the united states so to me that's that's pretty cool that's something i definitely want to do one day but i don't even have a freaking passport or anything to do that yet so i gotta work on that um so what's to you what's the most underrated vacation spot that you've been to? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, hmm. Underrated. I don't know if this is considered a vacation spot. I mean, I guess it would be because I don't live there now, but honestly, Kentucky is mm. fantastic. Which would I part live there of again? Kentucky? Probably not, mm. but... Um, I mean, all, like, the major cities... Louisville, Lexington, and Frankfurt. I got you. Are you, there's something for everyone in those cities? Louisville has my heart. Uh-huh. I lived there for several years um, after high school, and it's. I mean, it's. See, my, my old boss, he was um, Hazel. Yeah. My dog is like jumping all over Rachel right now. <laughs> but, um, my old boss, Clayne, he was in. He was in a two-part episode that I did with him, and he's from Kentucky too. And it's crazy because you said you would never live there again, but 
Yeah, so so Clayne, he was on episode five, and he uh, he was from Kentucky. He said kind of the same thing when he was born there. He was just like, I got to get away from Kentucky mm-hmm. because I knew that I wouldn't, I guess, grow the way he wanted to, or there was nothing there for him. So he was just like, I got to get out of here. So I guess it's not a, I guess, thriving place to live. I guess it's not. Um, I think that's like a general mindset. Because um, everyone that I was friends with in Kentucky, like growing up and all that kind of stuff, if I'm still friends with them, none of them live in Kentucky anymore. Mm. Um, the ones that have stayed there have gotten into serious trouble. Yeah. And I just don't know if it's kind of like the, maybe you just run out of things to do so quickly. You get bored. You get bored and you just go out and find trouble. Mm. I mean, that, that was my experience and that's why I left. I got in a lot of trouble. And then... Um, I, I, what what but, age did you leave Kentucky? T- Nineteen? No, 19, twenty. Twenty. I was twenty. So you you had to wait pretty much till you can get on your own to leave. Yeah. Okay. So, so I tried so college there. Your so work out your family that. still lives there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the one thing, like I said, going back to Kentucky was like so that's a big bourbon spot. One of the one of my best friends, Justin, he's from Kentucky. His mom was there, and they're big Wildcat fans or whatever. And yes. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> Go Cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how serious uh, Kentuckians took their basketball until I remember I was in high school, and I, I went over there, and I, I would literally see his mom yelling and talking to the TV. I'm like, damn it. Your mom loves college basketball, huh? He's like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. And I was like, I, I see. Yeah, uh, I tell people that it's exactly like the Auburn, Alabama football yeah. world here. In the it's robbery. basketball. In Kentucky, it's basketball, and it's Kentucky and Louisville. Right. Well, um, Louisville, actually, well, I guess, like I said, they have like, a great football team, but... They've gotten they're, better. They've gotten better, and I mean, Kentucky's getting a little bit better too. It's they're just trying. you're in the SEC, so mm-hmm. you're probably one of the weaker teams in the SEC <laughs> compared to uh, Alabama and uh, mm-hmm. LSU. Uh, so Kentucky, underrated vacation spot. Okay. Yep. Speaking of, um, you, just, you guys just came back from Michigan, and that looked like yes. super, super fun. So that would be up there that? on my list. That was a really? oh man, that was such a good trip. Everything about it, we drove. All the way up there. Uh-huh. So it was probably about a... Drove time. from where? From here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, I thought y'all flew some reason. <laughs> nope. Wow, so, that's crazy. Um, it was So we started in Mobile. We drove to my mom's house in Birmingham. Stayed the night there. Left super early that next morning. Did y'all take a Jeep? No. No? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would cost us thousands of dollars yeah. in gas alone. Yeah. We took my mom's new Hyundai. Uh-huh. Great gas mileage. It got like 500 gallons to the tank. <laughs> 500 gallons. I mean miles. 500 miles. 500 miles. 500 gallons. 500 gallons to the mile. Jesus, that's a huge tank. <laughs> that would be a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it got like 500 miles to the, the tank. It was... Okay. I, I, so we left my mom's house and we drove up to Blue Ash, Ohio. Um... Pretty much on one tank of gas. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, in Blue Ash, 
So we wanted to stay actually in Florence, Kentucky, and then drive through Cincinnati, and then go up to Frankenmuth, Michigan. But there's still t- there was still daylight. None of us were tired, so we just kept on driving through Cincinnati. Ended up in Blue Ash, and that is a cute little town. There's <laughs> absolutely nothing there, but they have the coolest uh, park. Right. With like. Four or five restaurants, four or five bars, and then just a park. Huh. And then a huge tower to like look over the city. Is that is is that the one where y'all biked in and stuff like that? Or no, that's in Mackinac Island. Okay, okay. So then we went to the next day after that we drove up to Frankenmuth, Michigan, and stayed there for two days. And that was a cute little German town. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got like a little this. shopping strip, yeah. and they had this store that had like 275 different cheeses. <laughs> um, went to a brewery up there. It's like the best beer. I think that's the one I saw. You like said my mom nice hates beer. beer, but she loved it. Right. Also, the best meatloaf. Oh, I would, I would die for that meatloaf. So the what what style? Of, oh, well, I mean it's German, so it's a style of beer, but yeah, we had so a like, half of. Was it Hefe, Hefeweizen? Yeah, okay. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> um, it was that's called probably wrong. But, uh, yeah, so their German beer is actually really good, but it's probably really strong, too. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, we, I remember when we went to Colorado, and they had a, uh, uh, it was a German-style pub, in, which we didn't actually go there and drink, but... One of the guys that stayed with us, he he did a lot of to go, and it was a lot of uh, different style sausages, so it was like different brats and stuff like that. And but it was made out of different meats, so it was nice. It was duck, there's deer, there's different types of game. So it was literally a sausage fest. Yeah. Yes. But it, <laughs> I put every single one of them in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and loved it. Yeah. No, it was good. It was super delicious, and um, so that's one one thing I. When you went up there, was there any type of food that you were just like, oh, this is the best, or something distinct that you'll always remember Michigan for? That meatloaf. I'm telling you, I would die for that meatloaf. I mean, was it just beef, or? It was, it was, um, it came in like a little bowl thing, and so it was bread on the bottom, and then it was the meatloaf, then it was mashed potatoes on top. I know it, That's crazy, it sounds normally, weird. But well, normally, like a meatloaf, they put like some kind of ketchup or like some kind yeah. of barbecue sauce. So the right? sauce they use was um, a bourbon glazed sweet sauce. Uh-huh. Really, the only word for it is. <laughs> I, you can't. You can't see Rachel's face. <laughs> I know. But, I get dizzy um, I think thinking she about died. it because it's just so. It was the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. I tried to. I was like, can I get a gallon of this sauce? And just say, yo. Yeah. They didn't sell it? No. Nah. Normally when they make really good sauce, they'll just bottle it and just like, hey, you're going to sell this I was like, oh, shop. I'm missing out on Yeah, they should definitely here. do that. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think they want anyone to recreate it. True. Because it's like And they would have to recipe. put the ingredients yeah. and stuff on it. So I was like, well, fair enough, but selfish. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> selfish. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to Michigan once. And it was uh, for a work trip, so I didn't really get to do too much fun things. Um, but I went to Detroit, and I, I think we went to a town a little bit outside of Detroit. 
And, but we, I did get to see uh, Michigan Stadium, which was nice. It was huge, and they—they, they, I mean, they call it the big house for for a reason. And <laughs> it was ginormous, but it was weird because it—it sat on a hill, so it was kind of like they built it going up this hill, but you could literally see it from the top of the uh, the road, depending where you stood, and um, yeah, that that stadium was ginormous, and I've I've never been to t-town or anything like that so i need to one day but i don't think like food wise surprisingly enough they had really good pizza there and i like i'm a pizza aficionado and i love pizza but i was like out of all places like <laughs> michigan for pizza really but it, the pizza we had there was amazing and it could just because it was a college town mm -hmm. so they probably did have to make good pizza to you know cater to college kids but yeah we had um we had pizza up there one night and i didn't like it really it was the pie or like the pizza uh -huh. the crust was actual pie crust like an apple uh, pie and then they gross. instead of using just you know tomato sauce they they called it chunky tomato sauce and i was like okay i can deal with that nope it was just huge clumps of tomato yes what that I, sounds terrible. I did not like that. That sounds like a tomato pie. A pre pretty much with cheese. Okay. And sausage. That's it gross. It was just like, ooh. Um, but I did have fried chicken up there. Ooh. And do not approve. Now I was like, okay, now I see why people come to the South to, to fried get fried chicken. chicken I was, like, I was really, this? I was really hope, expecting you to be like, Northern fried chicken is amazing. I was like, what? <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lie is it's what it lie. is. Oh, okay. Mandy's said it was okay and i was like i think it's salty wow really yeah I was like, coming from the south you're like man this is salty this chicken is, yeah because like, we eat a lot of salty stuff down here no I, I did not approve hmm. <laughs> i was like how Good dare me get chicken up here yeah <laughs> um so my last question on here is uh a question that may or may not uh spur a fight to later but um between me and mandy yes yeah um <laughs> what's your well i'll say biggest and we can dive into other ones later what's your biggest pet peeve that mandy does Ooh, i've got so many <laughs> i know that sounds terrible but um let's see one of them Ooh, well i'm trying i've got like four in my mind right now and i'm trying to decide which one gets on my nerves the most um <laughs> One of them Poor is baby. that she always stops the clock on the microwave when she's microwaving something, like with three or four seconds left, and does not clear it. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I can kind of back her on that, right? No! So, so it's, it's considered, right? So she doesn't want the annoying beep of the microwave. And like our microwave, I hate the beep of that microwave. But then it's, clear it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, clear it. <laughs> But sometimes you just forget about it. I don't know. But then also sometimes she'll put stuff in there for like three minutes uh -huh. when she really only wanted for like one minute. <laughs> and so then I'll go in there and it's like two minutes and seven seconds left on there. And I'm like, is there not did a, you, uh, did, were you, did you make, did you want to microwave something, Mandy? What's going on here? <laughs> is there like, not oh, a yeah, uh, quick, whatever. like, so like ours has the, the 30 second button, right? So you just, ch -ch -ch. And so, like, you can hit 30 seconds twice and it'll do a minute. Does, does yours not have that? Or? Ooh, I don't think so. <sighs> it's the best she button there is. She just goes in there and puts in some numbers and then stops it when she wants to and then just walks away. 
I have to get her on tour for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, I see it as kind of considered if you don't want to have it ring. But like you said, I guess clear it. But I, I think I'm guilty of that as well. <laughs> one of my pet peeves for Roth is like, uh, so most, like I'm the main one that does dishes. Like she will, she can clean the whole house before she'll do dishes. But uh, I'm with her. I feel, yeah. I feel her on that. One of the things that she does that drives me freaking insane when it comes to dishes is... So when she cleans up or like um, puts up plates and stuff like that, or like if we just got done eating, she'll she'll take a napkin and throw it in. So like if we have noodles, right, and someone didn't like pour out their broth or drink their broth or whatever, she'll throw the napkin into the bowl of wet broth. And so when I go washing the dishes later, I have to pull that napkin out and it's freaking disgusting. <laughs> Because it soaked up all the broth. She's like, well, that's why I put it in there. So it could soak up the water. I'm like, or you can pour the water out and just throw the napkin in the trash can instead of me putting my hand into this <laughs> nap, this bowl that has this napkin that's been soaking up all this crap. And But she does it still. And she does it all the time. And I'm just like, oh. you know this bothers me, but you still do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Mandy likes to leave all the cabinets open in the kitchen. What? Why? I, I don't know. I I guess her arm can only do the pull motion. <laughs> Not and the clothes motion? Yeah. I mean, one time I went into the kitchen and there was the one above the sink was open. The one by the microwave was open. Or the one above the microwave was open. The big, huge one. You've been in my house. You know that tall one? Yeah, yeah. That was open. <laughs> and then one of the bottom ones was open. I was like... That would drive were, me insane. Were we robbed? Yeah. I might, like, I can, I can open one or two and be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close it. But, like, if you just not close them, like, I'm pretty sure you'd walk in there and be like, go spin our house? Like, what's going on <laughs> yeah. here? It's just all the cabinets are open. I think I, had, I was having a bad day or I was, like, just had an attitude. And I was like, you know what? Bam, 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 bam. And I slammed them all closed <laughs> and she jumps out and she goes, what's wrong with you? And I was like, all these were open. And yeah. she's like, prove it. And I was like, Ooh, I just closed them I all. Did, how did, what, how did I have to prove? <laughs> yeah, well, you think I just banged on a pan for yeah. five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you could. That's a, a night of just drinking and talking about pet peeves. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I have a good bit to talk about. Rock. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Manny's got a ton for me, too. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's all I wrote down <laughs> right now. So that was pretty. Uh, learned a little bit about your customer service and mandy and uh your vacationing so and a little about, bit about kentucky so uh, yeah i like i like to i'm glad that i got to get you on because it kind of helps me uh learn more about you mm-hmm. and about mandy and to me that's kind of like it's kind of like once you have a good friend you have to get to know their friends too yeah or in this case <laughs> their spouse so um yeah, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Appreciate it very this much. Was fun. Yeah, no, no one, no one really uh, <laughs> realizes how fun it is until you actually do it. So it's kind of like just hanging out and drinking and talking, but just recording it. Yeah. So, um, thank you very much, and we'll thank you. probably have you again next time. Yay! Peace. <laughs>